1: That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward for by
0: law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See
1: website for details. From Hollywood, it's time now for... Johnny Dollar here. Go ahead.
0: Macklin, Johnny. Is Gino around?
1: Yeah, he's over across the slope at the moment. They're getting the bodies out of what's left of the plane.
0: Well, how does it look? Anything new?
1: Nothing we hadn't already guessed. It was an explosion, all right. Dynamite in the baggage compartment. Probably put on board in a piece of luggage.
0: Well, that figures. I've run into something down here in the city, along those same lines. What do you mean? The ground crew remembers one of the baggage handlers acting strange before Flight 6 took off last night. A man named Ramirez.
1: What do you mean, strange?
0: Uh, They say he had one suitcase that he wouldn't let any of the other handlers touch. Put it on the plane himself just before takeoff.
1: Hmm. Hey, you know anything about tigers, Mac? Tigers? I'm about to tangle with one. Tonight and every weekday night, Bob Bailey and the transcribed adventures of the man with the action packed expense account. America's fabulous freelance insurance investigator. Yours truly, Johnny Dollar. Special Investigator Johnny Dollar, location Mexico City, to the Home Office Guarantee Transport Insurance Company, Hartford, Connecticut. Assignment the Flight 6 matter. Expense account continued. I was taking Gino Romero's word for it that the girl was a tiger, his word and my own instincts. At first glance, she seemed soft, shy, and lovely. Then you sensed a wildness about her a kind of suppressed violence that brought you up short and made you stop and reappraise her. She leaned against a tree, watching the bodies of the plane crash victims being carried down the slope and placed in the army jeep with no sign of emotion on her face, cool, detached. She had no reason to be here, and I wondered why she was. The only way I knew of finding out was to ask her. Yes, what is it? You're Marvel Terrence, I believe.
3: That's right, and I have not met you somewhere before.
1: No, but you're about to. My name is Johnny Dollar. I'm an investigator for an insurance company up in the States. I'm
3: sure it must be very interesting work.
1: Sometimes, on some jobs. Other times, it's only dirty and disgusting. Like this time, for instance.
3: Well, we all have our problems.
1: Maybe I can help you with yours, Miss Terrence.
3: Run along, will you? I'm not in the mood.
1: Oh, you amaze me. I think that seeing ten bodies picked up and hauled away ought to put anyone in a gay, carefree mood. Look... Beat it. You came out here sightseeing, didn't you, 20 miles from town? So you must like this kind of thing.
3: I had friends on that plane, Mr. Dollar.
1: So did a lot of other people. But maybe not as good friends as you had.
3: I don't know what you're talking about, and I don't care.
1: E.H. Palmer and Jim Rourke, were those your friends, Miss Terrence? Now,
3: let's get this straight. I'm not interested in playing footsies or any other game you have in mind. You're wasting your time, Buster. Now get going.
1: Oh, wait a minute. Maybe you've got the wrong idea. This isn't just a social
3: chat. No, you want to help me with my problem. Just one problem.
1: I'm wondering how you're going to spend that $50,000. What? Yeah, that's a fair-sized chunk of money to drop right out of the sky. What
3: are you talking about? What $50,000? The
1: money you'll get from the deaths of your two friends, Palmer and Rourke. What do you mean? Say, tell me, were you with them at the airport last night when Flight 6 took off?
3: Yes, I was, Then you must have
1: known that they both took out flight policies... And that both of them named you as beneficiary?
3: No. No, I didn't know. I I wasn't with them, exactly. At least, not up until takeoff.
1: Then you claim this is all just a big
3: surprise. Of course, I didn't know a thing about it. But it's just like them. It's what they do.
1: Why did you come out here to the wreck, Miss Terrence?
3: I don't know. Ed and Jim were my friends, and I... I don't know why I came, Mr. Dollar.
1: She came because I brought her, mister. Hmm? No, Bill. But I didn't bring her here to be pushed around by some morbid curiosity.
3: Hour. No, please. This is Johnny Dollar, Bill. He's an insurance investigator. Bill Blakely, Mr. Dollar. Uh, hello. He was asking me some questions. Why you? Because Ed and Jim both took out insurance policies in my name. What?
1: Flight accident policies, $50,000 worth. Well, I'll Mr. Blakely, be... you said Miss Terrence is here because you brought her... I wonder if you'd tell me why you're here. I don't know that it's any of your business. Sometimes I make things my business. Then sometime you may get your teeth knocked out. They're in pretty solid, Blakely. Yeah, well, maybe they'll stop it. Sorry, Marvel.
3: Ed Palmer and Jim Rock were Bill's business partners.
1: What business, Mister Blakely? Engineering. We're building some roads around Mexico City. How many partners? Just the three of you. Yes, yeah, just. A... That's right, Dollar. The business belongs to me now. What about it? Nothing about it. Congratulations. One more crack like that... Bill, I said stop it. Let's go, Marvel. I've got to get back to town.
3: Wait for me at the truck. I'll be there in a few minutes.
1: All right. sit yourself. Dollar, just one thing. Don't push me. Blakely, ten people died over there on that hillside last night. They were murdered. I intend to find out who did it. And if it takes pushing to find out, then I'll push. See you around. Yeah. You probably will.
3: This thing hit Bill pretty hard, Mr. Dolly. You have to make allowances.
1: How long have you known him?
3: A couple of months. And Palmer, and Rourke? The same. nothing serious, nothing romantic, if that's what you're thinking. It was all just for fun.
1: Was that all it was on their side?
3: Oh, men always claim to be serious. But that's only part of the game.
1: What else do you do, Miss Terrence, beside play the game?
3: That's all. I'm a wealthy orphan, Mr. Dollar, and my only career is drifting around the world playing the game. I'm ornamental, irresponsible, and rather useless.
1: Maybe not entirely useless. Just being ornamental has some importance in this world.
3: So you play too, huh? No, I meant it. I guess I was pretty obnoxious when you spoke to me a while ago.
1: Well, I suppose I asked for it.
3: I'm staying at the Hotel Monte Casino. Are you? I'd like to see you again. I could teach you the game, Johnny.
1: Well, that's a very attractive offer, outside of business hours.
3: But you think I'm mixed up in this?
1: No, I'm not sure.
3: Well, think about it, Johnny. You can call me at my hotel. The Monte
1: Casino. That's where Delagos is staying. Happen to know him?
3: Ramon? Oh, yes, of course. Why?
1: Well, one of the passengers killed in that plane was his wife. Didn't you know?
3: I saw the name Delagos, but I... I didn't even know he had a wife. Another? Just for fun? I think you've got some wrong ideas about me, Johnny. Come see me and I'll straighten them out for you. All right. I will. And something else. You'll find it out anyway, so I may as well tell you. Tell me what? I had reservations on Flight 6, too. I was going over to Havana for the weekend. I canceled out at the last minute. I see. Maybe, that's why I came out here, to see for myself. I'm not afraid of death. I've tempted it too many times to be. But it does fascinate me. I stood there watching and thinking. It could have been me being carried down that slope, except for luck.
1: Why did you cancel out at the last minute?
3: I was talked out of making the trip. By whom? Bill Blakely.
1: I watched her swing down the slope, lithe, erect, and lovely. A strange girl, with an air of aloneness about her. An air that I felt would be with her even in the crowd. Strange, but also compelling. Exciting. She might be involved or she might not, I didn't know. But I was sure of one thing. In either case, I was going to see her again. An hour later, Gino Romero and I were heading back toward the city in the government jeep, leaving behind us the wrecked plane, the crushed trees, and the lonely slope on the mountain.
2: You have found the young lady of interest, senor?
1: Yeah, I found her of
2: interest. (laughs) Always she's doing the crazy things. Daredevil, flirting with the eyes, looking for danger. Playing the game, she calls it. Si, senor, playing the game. Que lastima... It is too sad that ten persons are not be playing the game now anymore.
1: Oh, it's all right, Gino. I'm not that much under her spell. Que dice? If she's guilty in any way, I'll pin it on her just as quick as the next one.
2: Oh, but I did it's not It's all right, forget it. No, I do not think she's guilty. It is not a thing she would do, and she does not need the money. She's very rich. Do you know that? Everybody says so. Well, that's what I mean. It's worth checking into. Yes. Possibly, but I still do not think she would do such a thing. It is too terrible. And she's too beautiful. <laughs> Maybe I ought to give you the advice, Gino. Before the beauty of a woman, senor, we are all as brothers, like senor Bla- uh, Blakely. I see he will look very disturbed. Yeah, he did get a little hot under the collar.
1: What do you know about him, Gino?
2: Almost Nothing. He's come here for three months now, making the road. And his partners, Palmer and
1: Rourke, were killed in the plane crash. What do you know about them?
2: The same. Nothing. They all arrive together always. They work together, play together. Then along came Marvel Terrence. True. They were all rivals for the Senorita. And there is one thing. What's that? They have the building for the machinery outside the city, the warehouse, you call it. What about it? In this warehouse, they keep much dynamite.
1: Gino dropped me in my hotel, the Del Prado, on Avenida Juarez. I changed clothes, cleaned up, sent some telegrams to the States. At about that time, Mac Macklin phoned up from downstairs and asked me to join him in the bar. Expense account item three, $16.40. Drinks and dinner with the chief inspector of the Federal Department of Civil Air Transport. And then some more drinks.
0: I've been here seven years, Johnny. I like it. I feel at home here. I like the people and their way of life. But it'd still be good to see you all shy again. The snow piling up along the loop, the wind ripping in off the lake. The crazy little joints along Baker Street.
1: When were you there last, Mac? 1932. Oh, then you're about due. Well, why don't you take a couple of weeks and fly up there? No, no, too much water under
0: the bridge, Johnny. Too many little wars here and there in the world since 32. Mm. And two of them, McMacklin, was flying in them. On one side or the other. Oh, what of it? Well, you know, Uncle Sam frowns on that kind of thing, Johnny. So we've got a sort of an understanding. I stay the heck away, and he forgets about me. I see. I've got no complaints. Actually, I'm I, I'm doing all right here. But but sometimes I sure do get homesick for the old town. Of course, it's probably changed so much that. I... Oh yeah, yes.
2: Compare me to the telephone, uh, Señor Macri. Oh, thanks. I uh, plug it in.
0: Hello, yeah. What? All right. Well, well, have you told the federal police? Yeah, I'll be here for a while. Adios. Well, we just lost our best angle, Johnny. What do you mean? That baggage handler, the one I figured, slipped the dynamite on board the plane. The boy's just now located him. His throat has been cut.
1: Now, here's our star to tell you about tomorrow's intriguing episode of this week's story. Tomorrow. A bereaved relative lies. A frustrated lover comes up fighting. And a lovely lady in the case just vanishes. Join us, won't you? Yours truly, Johnny Dollar.